Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Character Fight Night, where, as always, we have a great night of fights ahead of us. My name is Josh, and joining me at the announcer's booth is Jim. What's going on, everybody? It's everybody's favorite co-host. Super happy to be back up here in the booth and talking fights again. Right next to you, Josh, man. Like, I love doing this with you, buddy. Like, this is this is, this is is great. I'm super excited for tonight. We got some interesting fights that are kind of all over the board, I think. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see how tonight's going to go. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I agree. The fights are everything from explosive to gun battles to just straight up fist fights, I think. We'll we'll see. But uh it's a very broad description. But yes, I completely <laughs> yeah, agree. Tonight's fights are fights. Uh <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's not, we hope. Let's, let's not forget the other body at the desk. Uh joining us tonight is Gary. Hey guys, um, I'm lucky it's not a chalk outline, so this is an improvement, I guess. It's been a long time since I've done a classic. Yeah, it, it's a great slate. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to discuss. Thanks for having me. I agree. And joining us, as always, is Ty. Hey, that's me. Uh, I'm Ty. Oh, I was like, perfect. Yeah, I love like, the, like, hey, that's me. And then just nothing, just crickets. Okay, cool. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm, I'm here <laughs> and I'm going to try to steer this show. Um, it's, I'm doing a you, great job at it so far. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. you already failed. <laughs> so hey. I was laughing. Uh, I thought you guys were funny as well. <laughs> as funny as fudge yeah, yeah dude, fudge, fudge is really good dude i'm super hungry too ty yeah jim, you got it jim you know uh, one of the things <laughs> one of the things that i missed about the like the classic or the the og format is that um it's the uh stipulations and you know my, one of the fights actually has a stipulation tonight which is kind of exciting so. <laughs> this is news to me no dude i'm super stoked what's the, what's the tip oh, i guess we'll find out when we get to the fight huh we are gonna find out. Keep the I mean, suspense for us too. It, it's nothing crazy, but it makes sense. You'll you'll it'll make sense whenever we get to it. I'm in the dark, no matter what. Excellent. All <laughs> right. Uh, let's go ahead and kick off the show, and we wouldn't be able to do that if we didn't have our own voice of the Almighty, Mister Metatron Wade Hunt, who is standing by to announce fight number one. The following contest is fight. Number one! Introducing first, from Gotham City in the DC Universe, representing the Secret Society of Supervillains and Justice League Die! He is Dr. Kirk Langstrom, Man Then their opponent, from Brooklyn, New York, in the Marvel Universe, representing the Avengers and the Ultimates, he is Kid Arachnid, Miles Thank you very much, Mr. Metatron. I'm going to turn it over to Jim, who's going to lead us into this fight. Sweet, dude. Yeah, I am 
Man, this was this is really cool. I like a big light bulb lit up when I thought about this matchup because I was trying to figure out like what kind of a cool like cool matchup to bring in for this. And you know what's what's more popular right now than Spider Man? Because um, you know like the the new movie is a huge hit, which I highly recommend everybody to go see. Um, you know we got the new game coming out here soon on PlayStation. If it hasn't already come out yet, I'm not too sure. Uh, when when this is dropping exactly and when the game's coming out so but miles morales dude is start, starting to get into his own and become like really in the limelight for a lot of people like spider-man fans are like og spider-man fans are, are super stoked to have him come up and and uh we're you know we're bringing in really a new generation um with the new generation of spider-man on this um are you talking so about I, the miles morales game yeah, if it hasn't, already, I don't remember if it's come out. I haven't kept up with video that games. That's been out for a while. Not in November. Of oh, oh no! Like a year I, and a half ago. I am somewhere else. Apparently, I don't know what's happening in the world anymore. How's that? Uh, how's that rock you're living under? Yeah, it's warm. Uh, and spiders underneath. Ironically enough. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, like, you know what? Okay, fine. You know what? The, the new game has been out for a few months now. So I know, like, everyone's, like, digging on, Sp- uh, you know, Spider-Man, the Miles Morales one. Uh, and I am was trying to figure out, like, how to best pitch him, like, pit him against somebody. And we haven't had Man Bat or something, like, like, kind of an obscure mainstream villain like this i don't think at least you know i I wasn't there for all the all the classics or all the cfns Mm -hmm. before we we switched to the tournament form so um but man bad i thought this was super cool because you have spider-man and then man bat but anyways i'm pretty um, confident that man bat this is man bat's first time on the show i'm i'm almost 100 certain i was more talking like i didn't know if there was other like kind of like non not as popular mainstream like uh Uh, i guess you know just in general yeah because no, most of the time we go with like the, the 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 characters that everybody knows. Um, so this one is kind of not a character that everybody knows. Um, but I'm gonna start right out the gate with this one, and I'm just gonna tell you right now, I 100% think Spider-Man's gonna win. I was kind of thinking about it a little bit today at work. Um, you know, like how I was gonna kind of go about like like this fight and kind of how I visioned it happening, and you know, everything that I know about Spider-Man currently. Uh, especially the Miles Morales Spider-Man, who has a, a little bit different of a power set than your classic uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man does. Uh, and I mean, he's like just one of like the he's like one of the guys. Like even if it's you know Miles Morales as a Spider-Man, I think Miles Morales's only downfall that he's going to come into this fight with is just lack of experience because he hasn't been Spider-Man for very long. He is a little bit more green yeah 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 exactly uh, even though he wears a red suit um okay. but he didn't i don't think he he quite picked it up as quickly as we've seen peter parker to have picked it up and even peter parker like struggled when he first got into it but miles morales is still you know he's coming into age way more than peter parker i feel like did he's coming into the spider-man stuff way more than peter parker did um and i feel like his support system is a lot different than what peter parker had so you know it's a completely different spider-man altogether so his lack of 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 uh experience is gonna hurt him but i think ultimately at the end of the day he's gonna win uh so talking about a little bit of spider-man uh you know spider-man has you know everybody knows you know web slinging web crawling um you know he does have a superhuman strength superhuman speed and his spidey sense 
But I don't think people, a lot of people really understand the, the length of his strength or, you know, the, like really what he brings to the table. You know, he is one of the strongest. Like, I was going to say, I don't know if his strength is comparable to Peter Parker's, but I know Peter Parker is like one of the strongest Marvel characters. He is. And he can, I mean, Miles Morales can still lift up to 10 tons. Like he is still an incredibly strong uh, hero. And he also brings in a few other stuff that, so he has a kind of a, like an electrokinesis power. Um, that allows them to it's essentially like a sting if you will so essentially the spider-man has a stinger kind of because it can kind of stun yeah exactly that's exactly what it is yeah thank you that was the best way to put it like he he can stun enemies (laughs) and he also has a camouflage so he can actually turn we see in some iterations where he can kind of turn himself invisible and and camouflage himself to his environment see that in uh into the spider-verse Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, but don't forget about the echolocation, because even though he can turn himself invisible, he's still going to stick out with like a, a bump, like a bump on the on the wall. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah, I think cool. that's what's so cool. I think that's what's so, so cool about this fight is you have Man Bat on the other side of that who has that echolocation, so it renders his Peter Parker or sorry Miles Morales. Wow, it renders his his invisibility, his camouflage, completely useless. Plus, you also have your superhuman strength and your superhuman speed, along with the superhuman sense. So, i.e., your you have your spider sense and you have what is it sense a bat sense, you know, in this in this case because he has heightened vision, hearing, and a smell. Um, so he's got the claws and a pseudo kind of flight type of deal that he's got bringing into him. So, but the flight's not going to help too much because you can't go out of the ring for too long because you do have it. It is a standard match, so you do have ten seconds to be outside of the ring. Um, so and go ahead. I want to I want to cut you off uh, real quick because I want to. I mean, you're talking miles up, but I know you haven't really gotten a man bat yet. But I want to I want to defend defend my boy man bat here for a minute. Um, oh, I was yeah. No, I kind of was going into his like stuff that he can contend with Miles Morales with. That's going to draw out this match. Okay. So but yeah, no, please go ahead. Well, the only thing I'll let you continue. The only thing that I wanted to to touch on is that the there's two things that I think that are are really interesting about this fight is you have the, like you said, the experience, which I put kind of in the same vein as like age, you know, Dr. Kirk Langstrom is obviously older than more Miles, mature and a, seen more. Yeah. Child. Smarter. Oh, wait. And, and well, that was my next point is he's a, <clears throat> he's a doctor. He is highly intelligent. He is brilliant. Um, not saying that, miles is an idiot or or not smart by any means but you know um but at the same time man bat is a villain who is designed to lose so it's i wasn't gonna talk about that because we always talk about how that is not a factor in this in this type of stuff and it doesn't have to be i just wanted to you know just playing devil's advocate one thing that uh, I, I got to bring up, Josh, to actually an enhance your point about uh, about our boy Manbat, because I'm 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 rooting for Manbat on this one, is that it was a formula that he made that allowed him to um, uh, uh, become Manbat. Mm-hmm. So you can make the assumption that he would have an idea of exactly who uh, Miles Morales is. And because of his intelligence and his experience fighting a lot of the um, other, you know, um, Batman. I mean, he's got experience yeah, I mean, fighting Batman. That's one of the things we talk about on the show: is the caliber, caliber of enemies. Totally. 
Exactly. So you got the caliber of enemies, you've got the natural intelligence, mm-hmm. um, you've got all that stuff. He could heighten the formula a little bit. And and I would uh, I would think that he would come in as a Superman bat. Here's the thing, though, is he doesn't that. use the serum anymore, though. In the current meta for yeah, man doesn't bat, he doesn't need oh, it to transform anymore. So he's already heightened the, the formula to it, its current extent, which is so he wouldn't be able to really alter that for this fight. What, what if he just did steroids then? Okay. Hey, so you know what? what? Here's something you, know. you guys are missing too: is that you keep acting like Miles is actually very young. But if we're going, Miles has been around for at least what 15 years now. So yeah, he's portrayed as young a lot of times. But now in current continuity, he's left his ultimate universe and exists in the 616 universe. So he's a little bit more seasoned and a well-trained fighter at this point. While the Doctor is still a doctor and he's just a bat, he doesn't have combat yeah. training. He doesn't have like he's not going to be able to grapple the same like. Miles so, is still 17 though. While while like yes, I I I 100% see like what you're saying, Ty, my argument that I want to make for Miles Morales is even if we are talking like, you know, like, you know, the Miles Morales that we're seeing in like the current Spider-Man video games um, and in like the Spider-Verse Miles Morales and stuff like that, I think you're underestimating his adaptability um, as Spider-Man. And he learns that really quickly. He picks it up really quickly. We see how good he does in in the Spider-Verse dealing with everything that he deals with versus the other thing you have to think about too is mental states. Because you have Dr. Langstrom, who is, you know, he's dealing with, like, he's got the, 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 the brains of a mad scientist, essentially. He has turned himself into a bat. We've seen yeah. how well that's gone for the mental state of people. You know, we've seen it with, like, a lizard in, in the Spider-Man universe. Um, and we've seen it with a few other things in, like, you know, um, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. Like, you know, some of the people who were kind of changed into mutants as well, too. Mm-hmm. That doesn't do well for their mental state. But now in curtain continuity, he's actually a, a decent guy. I think he's on like one of the Justice Leagues, I believe. Thanks yeah. for taking my point. All right, you can go ahead and run with that. Yeah, okay, that I didn't know actually. <laughs> okay, but if we flip it over to the other but, side, I, I like the idea of when you were kind of hammering in on Miles Morales's ability to adapt. He also can sustain or take a lot of damage. Yes. So. I think he would be able to take enough damage and learn from that mistake or learn from his mistakes as well and be able to come back. So I'm almost kind yeah. of shifting around a little bit here, man. You guys are like, it's hard. It's hard. This is a tough one. Me. Yeah. But the whole Arkham Asylum, he's crazy as hell. We'll do anything that he needs to do, but mm-hmm. you know, agreed. I, I also want to mention that, um, apparently I just learned this looking this up. Um, spoiler, but, Apparently, they killed Man Bat off this summer, this past summer. Oh, interesting. Okay, so that's kind of a bummer. But my would you my point... that in his prime? Because if that, then Spider Man wins no contest. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. <laughs> no, because now he's like zombie Man Bat. What are you oh, Jesus. do? Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Oh my God! Um, undead Man Bat. Now we're talking a real fight, right? <laughs> no, I was gonna say so. Yes, yeah, so. um Man Bat, so there's a new run of Justice League Dark where Wonder Woman is in charge of the league. Um, and Man Bat is actually he's a good guy now. He's trying to atone for the the you know, him losing his mental fortitude and cre- doing all these monstrosities yeah. and things yeah. against Batman in the city. And he's actually a genius. He's able to pull one of Dr. Fate's, you know, how Dr. Fate, if you're familiar with Dr. Fate, he uh, controls people through the helmet 
um, mm-hmm. and Dr. Langstrom or Manbat is able to pull one of those people out of Dr. Fate's grasps. So like, he oh, has, interesting. Okay. like, that's what I'm saying. His intelligence is, is unrivaled. Like he's, he's a, he's a genius. Yeah. So I think like, you know, you have to think brute strength. Well, not necessarily brute strength. I know Spider-Man is very, very strong. He's agile. also, you have like he, agile and strength kind of combined into one. I didn't think I was going to say this, but I think that Spider-Man is young and inexperienced. And I think that that actually gives Manbat the edge. So I think I'm actually going to have to lean Manbat on this one. I honestly did not see this fight going that way, but now that we've you know discussed it and I'm kind of seeing both sides, I don't know. Gary, I want to hear you. I want to hear your, your thoughts. Well, the reason why I'm, I'm sighing and, and grunting and groaning and hemming and hawing. Holy hell, I really didn't hem and haw, but whatever. Anyways, um, <clears throat> I'm a tank. I play tanks. I like being up front taking damage. And now that I, and you're, I a phys- it, you're physically a tank, too. Like, you have a gun sticking out of your chest and everything, right? Well, all, only on Fridays. <laughs> oh my god hold on a second i gotta transform into a I, kyle reese transformed it into a tank <laughs> you're kyle reese now Gary. you're kyle reese oh my god i thought i was the ai are you kidding me <clears throat> oh wait anyway what a tweet yeah okay i wow wait, 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 wait. Snip, snip, snip. yeah yeah cut that edit that right no anyways um no uh i i like the idea that he even though he is a kid he's passionate um he has been around uh he has experience he's tough as hell it's the tough as hell part and on top of that he is very adaptable and i think the adaptability is what's going to give him the edge um at first i was thinking man bat because of experience um to bring back an old cfn if you remember we had um the old rollerball versus the new rollerball and we concluded on experience. But in this case, yeah, I can't go experience. Because he does have a fair amount of experience being Spider-Man. So he's familiar with all the powers. And um, he'll have the ability to be able to pull from all that. But what what differentiates himself is he'll be able to take all the damage that's needed. So I think being able to do that, he'll outlast and out-adapt um, Man-Bat. And um, so my vote is for Spider, uh, Spider-Man. All right, Jim. This is kind of unprecedented for me because I am the king of dying on my hill. But I think everything we talked about. You can't the die way on that the I hill because Gary chose one. And you're I right. You're right. You're right. But you, like, the point is, like, I'm, I'm the king of like, sta- like sticking with my, my original choice and not really, mm-hmm. not really going. But, man, we brought up like stuff that I never even knew like about Manbat. Like, so this is like this was like kind of eye opening for me. and and like knowing how miles morales is and even some of the stuff that ty said i i I, josh you might have convinced me you might have convinced me on man bat um because of a lot of the reasons that you said with the current meta of him being part of like you know justice league dark and 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 his genius intellect and well not current meta because he's dead but yeah you're right but like the current (laughs) living meta for him yeah yeah Uh, but like you know uh, that coupled with his powers as being in in bad form so his his ability to track down spider-man regardless um with his echolocation his also superhuman strength his superhuman speed and his superhuman senses it's just spider-man can take the hits but i don't think he can take that many hits i think you know? if man bat was going against peter parker we'd be having it would a be different, different discussion 
it would be 100 percent different that would be i think it would be but completely different peter acknowledges yeah, but... a lot of the time though that miles is better than him he has more abilities he has more strength typically he's faster uh he thinks outside the box even more but again so we're i think we're also talking peter. experience too and this isn't this isn't a fight to the death this is a one, two, three count. This is something I feel like we always forget. This, these are not fights to the death. So all we need what to do it? is get him down enough to pin him. And if that's something that Man Bat can do, even if he catches him off guard, which he won't. I mean, obviously, like they can't catch really catch each other off guard because they both have their, their, their superhuman senses in a sense. But if he lands just that right blow and with his genius intellect, he is going to know, I think, where to hit and how to hit. Yeah, there's one counter to your counter to your counter. Okay, if that's even a thing. But there's a couple other things. Uh, there's like venom. There's electricity blasts. So there's other things that uh, that Morales could do that I think would um, uh, would be able to get him to get Man Bat submitted. Mm -hmm. They're both extra strong. Yeah. It's the reflexes that he has as well. He's really he's really fast. He's faster than Man Bat ever could be. But he can't use his invisibility um because Man Bat would uh, be able to echolocate and tell the difference. Yeah. And and so he can um but he doesn't need it. You know, the camouflage, okay, it's not a big deal, it doesn't work, but he's got other abilities as well, along with being super tough and all that. And I think that's enough to be able to knock Man Bat down. To knock right. Man Bat down or knock Spider Man down? Oh, you're. Oh, I see what you're saying. Sorry, I was. He's, he's I was, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, it clicked. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Jim, Jim really wants this fight to be unanimous, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I want. All, I guess I want like all of them to be unanimous yeah. in a way, but God, I oh, just. Yeah. I'm okay with dying on the hill. Sounds, yeah, yeah. Sounds like Gary is. Uh, Gary's going down with the ship. Despite right. my better, despite my better judgment, you know, as much as I, I love, I love Spider Man. Well, I just think uh, in this case, I think in, in a wrestling case, man, that I, we've seen right. how a Spider-Man deals with a wrestling case. It's done. It's done. I can't. It's done. It's done. And Spider-Man wants It's done. It's done. I'm not going back anymore. We've, uh, We're moving on. We, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So let's give one final salute to Gary, uh, who's going down on the USS Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's cool, man. Da, da, da. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a hell of an opening match. Honestly, Jim, when you brought that fight up, I was like, it is Spider-Man cut and dry. Yeah, I can't even too. believe you would bring this fight in. Like, what are you thinking? And then we started discussing it. And it's funny how that happens on this show where we bring it in and we're like, no way, no way. No Kool-Aid way. Man versus versus Tony the Tiger. Yep, it's a, it's a classic case. <laughs> the irony with this one, though, is you um, you convinced Jim, who convinced me to switch. Yeah, oh, and and like it, how often? <laughs> it's not very often that I jump ship. Either. So I'm I'm a victim of my own argument, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, Man, 50, I have an act for bringing in the hard the hard hitting fights. Fifty fifty in bad odds. Uh, so um. We want to hear what you guys have to say as well, and we want to hear your votes. So head on over to our social media, uh, Facebook Character Fight Night, or join the Character Fight Night fan stand group, where I'll be putting up pictures of the fight with a poll where you can vote and leave your comments as to who you think would win and why you think we're wrong. 
Um, so again, a great opening opening fight. Um, I I think we can only go uphill from here. So I'm excited. Let's uh let's keep the CFN train rolling as we head back over to Mr. Metatron Wade Hunt, who is standing by for fight number two. The following contest is fight number two. Introducing first from the movie Heat, representing Neil McCauley's heist crew, he is Chris Shirellis. And his opponent from the movie The Town, he is career criminal and bank robber, Doug McCray! Thank you again, Mr. Metatron. And we're going to go ahead and kick it over to Gary, who's going to tell us a little bit about our fighters. Yeah, so uh, these are from two iconic uh, heist movies. And uh, one is played by Val Kilmer, which is Chris Chihalas, um from uh, Heat, which uh, just a little movie fact uh, is actually uh, the second time through. Heat was originally a TV movie, then it was reshot by Michael Mann with different actors, which is uh, the current um, almost three hour long Heat version. Um, the town is uh, was a Ben Affleck uh, film and um, Macaulay. Uh, is represented <clears throat> or was played by Ben Affleck. Um, they're all uh, bank robbers. McRae. 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 Holy hell, what the hell am I saying then? Let's try that like, again. I was like, Ben Affleck played Macaulay Culkin? What? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like wait, Whoa. hold on. I'm like, that's I'm crazy. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It well, kind of you know did this can... movie. <laughs> like I actually. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, yeah, rewind. Erase, erase, erase. <laughs> What the hell am I on? Oh my I was God. like, should I should I say something? <laughs> no, no, please do. I'm like, why was I like it? Okay, anyways. Um okay, let me let me let me try that again. All right. So uh uh Doug McCrae is played by Ben Affleck. Um, and uh, they're they're Irish uh, gangsters per se. There, it, it's all takes place in Boston, so the accents are totally awesome. Um, he was a uh, retired, well, I shouldn't say retired. He was a uh, hockey player that didn't quite make it, and he turned to a life of crime like his father did before him. And uh, they robbed a lot of um, uh, they robbed a lot of banked banks. So the reason why I think this is so interesting is because um, they're similar characters. Um, they have some, uh, they have some, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally trying to, trying to spit out English here and I'm failing utterly, but, um, they both have, uh, similar motivations. They're in love. They're trying to, um, get their women out and they're trying to, uh, protect the, the family that, that they're part of. They get themselves in some sticky situations, except one is a lot more of a sociopath than the other. And, uh, and, uh, McCray is a very level headed and really just wants to start his life all over and get out. Um, whereas on the other side Val Kilmer, um, and his character is, is a little bit different, but they both have a lot of precision. Um, they execute a lot of, uh, a lot of their, um, robberies with, with, with precision. There's a lot of thought put behind it. And, uh, 
with uh with Val Kilmer's character, and I keep referring to Val Kilmer because I forget his character name, so I'm I'm sorry about that. But I can't pronounce his character name, so I just I like Val Kilmer. Chihalis, so yeah, exactly. You know, Chris. Jim, it's it's pronounced Chris. Oh, <laughs> Chris, got it, got it. Dear Lord, this is going down quickly. So that hill you were talking about, there's a bump, and that was me from last round that we just went over. Okay. Anyway, so Shihalis is um, he's deeply in love. Like he even says the line he talks about how um, she's this, um, she's the moon and sun, man. You know, it's his whole world. And so all he cares about is his girlfriend. And he keeps uh, getting into a lot of bad situations where he's gambling. You know, he's a drunk. He's violent. Um, he's essentially just a piece of crap. But he um, he has this uh, amazing love relationship with her. And she wants him to grow and get out of everything. Now, on the flip side... When you look at McCray's character, he has a he has a similar situation. Except, um, the thing is, the lady he hooks up with is a lady he uh, he actually robbed, who is part of the bank manager, and that's where some of the drama comes in. And then she tries to leave, um, very similar to um, uh, to Chris Hollis's character. But there's a reason why I bring all that up. They're both motivated by um, uh, by their women, and it's it's about passion. And I think that's where the key is in this fight. They're both very passionate fighters with military precision and, um, and they have assault rifles um, to fire at each other. Personally, I think Shahalas will win. He's more of a sociopath. Um, and uh, he has a lot more explosives experience than McCray, but it's going to be one hell of a fight. And if it comes down to the fact that it's a melee, McCray would win 100% because he's an ex hockey player. Um, question Gary. Yes. Are we including are are there um gangs for lack of a better word? Are they ringside? If it's ringside, now we got um we got some interesting characters because we can bring in Wangro and Ringo Wangro literally is a psychopath. Even though he gets kicked out of the gang at the very beginning of the movie um in Heat. Uh, he did a job with them, and uh, Wayne Grow has this um, thing where he likes um, uh, killing young uh, prostitutes. Uh, spoiler alert on a 25-year-old movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you son of a... I know, right? You guys are... It, it's Don't worry, it doesn't really matter. But anyways, and he has a tendency to beat him over the head with a hammer. Mm-hmm. So there are more sociopaths on that side of things. Plus, uh, De Niro's character is just... The guy's hard. He's hard as a rock. Man, I mean, like, um, phrasing, we still doing that? I was thinking the same thing, Ty. Okay, I meant more like, you know, hardcore. I know what you meant, Gary. Dear God, man. (laughs) I know what you meant. Um, but you also have to think about I'm gonna I'm gonna counter you because I'm a big fan of the town. We learned that in, in my old podcast list this, um, which was my number one heist film for that list, but I digress. Um, you, have to think about, you have to think about Jeremy Renner's character. Like you said, he is a True. sociopath. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, and he's all about his family too. And that's a, and he does consider McCray as his family. That's a very, very valid. Point. All, all four of them, right? They're all, yep. they're all family. And so, you know, Bostonians are very big on uh, Bostonians. Bostonians. Uh, you just pissed off every yeah, I know. Every, uh, Massachusetts-based listener. 
<laughs> go, go Yanks. Uh, and then uh, – oh, oh, Josh. Dude. Dude, oh. seriously. So I don't know. To, man. Those are fighting words right there, man. I, I, I have half a mind to reach to this computer and punch good, you for that. Good thing I don't have a P.O. box. <laughs> <laughs> So, but, but you have to, you have to consider, like, I don't know. I don't remember how I've seen heat, but it was a few years ago. I don't remember how close they were as a group, but if you bring in people at ringside, they're going to be in a, I have a feeling being, um, I don't want to say it's not degenerates is not the right word, but like criminals, um, they're going to be, they're going to be worse. They're going to be, well, They're robbing banks at gunpoint. What <laughs> good guys? I don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, okay. But to your point, Wayne Grow at the very beginning of Heat, he, he sits down in uh, the big green truck and he goes, "Hey, well, you guys are a pretty tight knit crew. Like you do these jobs all the time." And um, the answer is yes, we are. So they're a tight knit crew, and um, and on the flip side. They are also tight knit crew, except there's four that are tight knit and three on the other side with Wayne Grow being the new guy. Mm-hmm. But Wayne Grow is a completely different character throughout the whole thing. So if we're going to match three to three. You said that um, Wayne Grow got kicked out of the group, right? Exactly. So if it's going to be a four versus three, that's fine. But that's only if you're actually taking the crews. But if we're going McCray versus Shihalis, um, mm-hmm. I I don't know. That's I think Shihalis has the edge because of his explosion, explosives. Uh, expertise and he's more of like the doer in the crew right yeah so i think because of that um one-on-one he's going to be a lot cagier and he's going to figure out how they're going to be able to get around uh you know get around a lot of uh uh what mccray is going to do right um you you know i getting back on track here i actually have to agree with you i think if we're going one-on-one i know mccray knows how to fight he's a um uh, an ex-hockey player, like you mentioned. Um, I can only imagine he knows how to use a gun pretty well, um, being a, uh, a a robber. Um, but I think Chahalas is going to be able to keep him at range, and I think that's going to be ultimately what um, what McCray is not going to be able to, to deal with. Jim, what do you think? There's a lot of information to take in on this, but the thing that's that I'm holding on to is that we there was a lot of talk about guns, a lot of talk about like explosive experts, and there's a lot of talk about stuff like that. But we're in a wrestling ring with normal wrestling stipulations on this. So something yeah. to also keep in mind, as yeah, far as I know, true. right? But, so it's just two guys? Without no, I mean, you can, have people at ringside. <laughs> you can have people at ringside. There's nothing wrong with having people at ringside. But like, it, use of outside stuff like use of weapons or anything that's not you as a person disqualification technically is a is grounds for disqualification unless you're talking about making this like a like a hardcore match or if it's a, a hardcore a, match a, then then like yeah it's definitely it, gonna be yeah, chris yeah. because he's got the he's got the the like the the more access and sounds like he's more use of weapons and, and better use of weapons but mm-hmm. if it's just a, a like a you know a, basically a brawl between these two characters then, like, if you take all those weapons away from Chris, then what does he have? You know, versus like taking everything away from Doug, he still mm-hmm. has that. He still has that hand to hand, and like, especially like being a Bostonian, you know, he's gotten into some stuff. Like with his upbringing, from what I'm reading, he's yeah. he, he's been into some scuffs. You know, we've talked about the word scrappy before. Yankees fans. 
Exactly. Exactly. Right. So, okay. So let's say it is a tag team match. Macaulay is a badass because he beats the ever living hell out of Wingro and almost kills him. And Wingro is just more of like, uh, yet he's able to escape. Okay. But he literally beats the hell out of him without even a problem. And he's very calculated. And I don't think anybody else on, um, on the town's crew is like that. Sure, you've got the getaway driver, but you never really see him fight. But he's really good at boosting cars. Okay, I, I do agree. They have their roles. They don't really show them all fighting. I agree. Exactly. And so the thing is, is that um, sure, McCray can fight. We know he can fight. He's a hockey player. He's a big guy. He's rough and tumble. You know, they have the military position. They shoot guns. You know, both sides are even on the guns. I would say. Okay, there's a little bit of an advantage on the explosion uh, explosives. They're all very cagey. They come up with some uh, crazy plans. So, but do they have access to that stuff though? If this um, is a hardcore match, then then that's a different. Yes. If they don't have access to that stuff, but in a hand-to-hand fight, I think um, that I mean, including Wayne Grow, even though he gets his tail end kicked by uh, Macaulay because he is a psychopath. And assuming that he doesn't get kicked out and we're just going to start at the beginning in a four versus four, I totally think Wayne Grow would be able to, would be an even match of for Jeremy Renner's character. But that's not, but that's not what this match is about though. These aren't the characters that this match is about though. True. Like this and, is not a, this isn't a tag team match. This isn't a four V four match. This is a one V one Chris versus Doug. My, you know, but but you, like I said, you have to consider even though it's not a tag match or a four v four, you still have them at ringside. They are still able to interfere behind the ref's back. Yeah, We've but then if you have before. both, but if you have both crews on ringside, what you guys, you guys, you guys are talking about what's that? They're just going to be fighting each other. <laughs> so exactly. So like, what is like? I think what you have to think about is is you, Josh. You mentioned that. The, the the guys from the town like that crew does they all have their roles they they're not they never really show them all fighting together but that's not what this is this is about uh all they need to do they don't need to fight what they right. need to do is just keep you know the other crew from interfering interfering so even if it's a matter of like you know one mm-hmm. of the other guys jumps on the ring and then the, the one of the town guys comes around and just you know knocks him off the ring he doesn't have to fight him he just needs right. to stop him from interfering that's all this is Okay, and that's so trying to leave this a one-on-one match. So we've had a lot of discussion. I think it's time to start rounding out this fight. Okay, fine. I'm going to say if it's a one versus one, um, and it's just a regular wrestling match, I'm going to have to go McCray, and it's because of his uh, hockey expertise. But yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to discount the the thing that Val Kilmer's uh, uh, character uh, Shihalis. Um, hasn't had hand-to-hand combat, and he wasn't in the military. And if that's the case, then it would have to be Shahalas. But that wasn't confirmed anywhere on any of my research. But the way he acts, he most definitely feels military. And so if we can confirm that... Actually, now that I think about it, I'm going to go Shihalas because of that. Wow. Oh, Gary, you're making, you're making me dizzy going back and forth like this. <laughs> well, <laughs> because uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I had to run around in circles on the hill I just died on, so I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm trying to confuse everybody. I'm I'm definitely sticking with with McCray on this for for all the reasons that I talked about. I'm gonna throw my input in real quick. I'm a hockey player that played minor pro. Do you really think I could fight? Just being a hockey player does not mean you can fight. No, and that's, well, and, that's and that's why I didn't <laughs> yeah. say anything about being a hockey about like fighting as a hockey player. I talked about like him growing up with his, like his upbringing 
as well as like his the product of where he of where where his upbringing was at like i think helps helps with this his his scrappiness there's you know there's there's um criminals and i'm not i'm not justifying criminals let me let me let me you you say criminals you sound like you sound like a netflix movie those robbers (laughs) robbers heisters thieves whatever um, yes um (laughs) you have the ones that are cowards and you have the ones that if you saw them you would probably run away and hide i mean you'd probably do that anyway but you know what i mean like there's there's Mm -hmm. different there's different levels of of criminal activity and i think this level of criminal activity is scary in the sense that um for both of them actually but i'm leaning mccray because there is a scene specifically in the town where they rob a bank they're driving away they pull up next to a cop who is in his patrol car they exchange glances and the cop looks away like he's never he, like he never saw them so the fact that they're able to um like manipulate the law like that has to say something for like their character and their um but there was four nuns with fully automatic guns versus one cop he had to look away for his own life that doesn't mean that they're um that that would increase their performance against a hardened criminal it sounds like a jedi mind trick to me like i think i think (laughs) it sounds like have have we all made our final decision on this yet because i feel like we're 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 like we could keep going on with this forever but we do have another fight to get to i i haven't seen heat in a long time and even though Gary made a great argument for Chris, I still have to lean McCray just given off of what I know of him. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. I I'm, uh, there's a whole lot of dead Gary's around this hill and I'm already, right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to flag in my chest on this one because the, po- the point I got to make is she uh, literally stood toe to toe with a ton of cops firing back without even a problem at the end of heat. But you're still talking yeah, about but- guns. Oh, we're still talking about weapons. We're not talking about weapons in this fight. Steel reserve. I'm use. I'm. I'm sticking with McCray because you yeah, just don't have weapons. Well, he is not intimidated. That's it. That's my only point. He will not be intimidated by. Uh, by McCray. Be. Ed, yeah, Anyways. but he's actually trained. Ed, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm, I I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the fact that you know. He, he could not he, be. In- he's been trained. All that, but it's okay. Yep. I'm, he could not be intimidated and still get his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. At, and I was just going to say, and, and Ty, Ty is correct, because Ty was a goalie, and not all goalies fight. So I tried um, to fight. I'm 0-5. I've never oh, won a goalie fight. You were all Patrick one time. <laughs> one time I went, yeah, like that one time he went by Hashik. It was like that. They were, the goalie was fighting a guy in the corner, and I come flying in from the other side, and he turned right as I got to him, and his elbow caught me in the chin, and I went flying. And it was so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So, yeah, I, I, I think we've all kind of made up our mind here. I think, yeah. um, I think these fights are actually rounding out to be way more interesting than I gave them credit for. Jim, yeah. you, would you agree? <laughs> I want her, and that's what, like, you know, coming in at the top of the episode. That's why I was like. I we're all over the board with these matches and I'm really curious to see like how these are going to go. And they are, they are exceeding my expectations every, yeah. every, every word. So, well, Gary, I'm sorry that we have to close down the, uh, the federal 
Gary reserve, but, uh, uh, it's okay. I've got a lot of lives left, right? So there's plenty of hills, my friend, plenty of hills. <laughs> oh, trust me. There, are, there are, trust me. There are plenty of hills. I know. <laughs> well, well, yeah, Jim, Jim has a mountain range named after him. <laughs> um, Awesome. Well, again, we want to remind you guys that we want to hear your opinions. So go ahead and head over to the Character Fight Night fan stand on Facebook, where we'll also be posting a picture of this fight and a poll following it where you can vote and cast your comments and join the discussion. Um, But we still have one more fight, and it's probably the most explosive one we have of the show. Boom! You did it. Before... before before we can get into the discussion of tonight's main event, let's send it back down to Mr. Metatron one last time for the introductions to fight number three. The following contest is fight number three and your main event. Introducing first from Junkertown in the Overwatch universe, representing the Junkers. He is mercenary scavenger and demolitionist junkrat and his opponent from zod in the league of legends universe she is the loose cannon All right. Thank you, Mr. Metatron. And this fight, um, yes, I know I I made a pun and I said it's the explosive fight of the show. Um, I wasn't kidding. Well, now it's not funny anymore because you had to explain it. I know, I know, um, I know it wasn't very funny, but um, I meant it literally because we have Jinx from League of Legends, um, who is pretty um, relatable at the moment, um, considering a certain series on Netflix. Um, very topical. Like the producer really yeah. suggested. I would say, I would say topical, it. not relatable. Well, yeah. Depends on what you are. If you're a League of Legends player, then it's relatable. Uh, and we have Junkrat from Overwatch. Uh, and I, you know. Stipulation, stipulation, stipulation. We do have a stipulation for this fight. This fight is a CFN street fight, which means anything goes. Just like we had the discussion in the last fight, weapons are allowed, chairs, tables, garbage cans, throwing fans at each yeah. other, uh, like like people fans, not like well, either way, you know, fans you know. that fans that cool people down or fans that you know sit in the crowd. Good um, one, Josh. So we have, um, thank you, Jim. So we have. <laughs> uh, so let me start with Junkrat since I, I'm a little more familiar with him. Uh, he is an Australian uh, explosive expert. Expert. Um, he has a a grenade launcher that fires these uh, little round grenades that bounce and explode on impact, or after a certain uh, amount of you know seconds. I forget how many seconds it takes to um, actually explode, but. He's got uh, concussion mines that um, knock the the opponent back if he detonates it near them. 
Um, and he's got a steel trap that is basically like a bear trap that he, he has compiled um, that immobilizes the, um, the opponent. Uh, so on the other side of the thing, and yes, he has an ultimate ability, but I'm saving that. Um, wow, don't ruin it. And a passive. Don't forget the passive, too. And a passive. I don't have the passive. Ooh, so that's Jimmy my Cole, argument. Uh, that was that was my big. I know how this ends. <laughs> argument, but ooh, uh, oh, uh, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. But um, so we have on the other end, we have Jinx, who has a rocket launcher in the shape of a shark, which is really kind of really really cool. Um, she can fire shock blasts. Um. She also has a, a minigun. So not only does she have an explosive rocket launcher, she has a minigun. So that's pretty, uh, pretty ridiculous. <laughs> um, and then she has uh, like chompers. I, I imagine I. They're grenades. See... They're grenades. Okay. They're grenades okay. that he stylized. Or she stylized. Okay. I kind of imagine like the chompers from, <laughs> uh, from Mario. <laughs> where it's like. I jump, jump, jump. They look uh, like them. So yeah, imagine those, but they're grenades. Yeah, Jim, they go jump, 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 jump. Uh, and I've been playing the wrong Mario game, apparently. <laughs> that was, I think that was the bootleg game that I got. But, oh, um, the, the unreleased, the unreleased <laughs> Japanese only one. Yeah. Um, yeah, not only does that, she has, um, uh, I mean, this doesn't really, really happen in this fight, but she has a passive that um, when she, what is it, when she deals damage. When when something she dealt damage to dies, she gets movement speed and attack speed. Um, obviously, like Jim said, this isn't necessarily a fight to the death. Um, so don't really know how much that's going to come into play. Um, Same thing for Junkrat too. Like looking at Junkrat's passive uh, 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 passive ability. Yeah. Apparently, I can't say those two words together. Um, yeah. I, again, you know, I don't want to take take it from Ty because I know he's he's itching to to talk about the the passive ability but you know his also would be kind of rendered useless because of of the no death scenarios it's basically martyrdom from call of duty times like five but let me get this straight with the stipulation there's no rules and you guys even cracked the joke about there being fans so Uh theoretically speaking if they killed fans that were in the stands their death ability would actually be able to trigger no. Oh. Oh well. Well. Oh. Yes. On on one side of it. Yes. Just saying. On the, the passive. You're right. right. Not death ability. I'm like totally speaking English here, but no, the I mean, passives. Yeah. So theoretically, Ty obviously knows more about Jinx than I do. Um, is Jinx crazy enough to murder innocent people to activate her abilities? One hundred thousand percent. She will murder anyone. She murders her. in the arcane show without trying to spoil too much. She does murder her own people. She murders random animals. She murders everything because she is a. Imagine Harley Quinn to the tenfold. Mm. Like how you picture Harley, 10 times mm. crazier than that. So she would go nuts with that. And in the show, she does get those kind of speeds and, and stuff. So she, okay. she, she is formidable and. We'll get to my big ending on how I see okay. it later, but that's yep. so. Here's here's the question me. that I have. If I could chime in for just a for just yes. a moment here, uh, is I, I'm not familiar with League of Legends at all in any capacity, really, except for I know the name League of Legends. Um, I'm way more what it exists. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, the reason why Twitch exists and everything, guys. It's like one of the biggest games in the world. I mean, I know of League of Legends. <laughs> I, I know of the game. I've seen it played, but I don't know. Like, I know how the game is played and everything. I just don't know anything about the character. Anyways, that's not my point here. My point here is, at, like, Jinx. So League of Legends is obviously a, like, multiplayer team-based game. MOBA. To, a, to an extent. Yeah, it's, yes, a it's a MOBA. I know. Yeah, it's a MOBA. But to an extent, there's there's some teamwork that's involved with the characters but how much can jinx stand alone with her stuff because it's like you know typically in these types of games you have lanes that you can go down where you're not necessarily with your team you know like in a moba she would be considered a carry support so she would go double lane with a tank where she would throw the explosives and use her bazooka and things like that which we didn't bring up her bazooka does more damage the further it goes. So okay. if she fired that right away, it's going to do more damage than if she was up close with it. Um, unless she's well, here's, people, she's not great up close. But there's a here's <laughs> here's here's my thing with Junkrat is the reason why I asked that because I I'm way more familiar with Overwatch. I play as Junkrat uh, from time to time whenever I can get into a DPS game. Um, I I you know but. Uh, by himself, Junkrat is not is not re- like very well relied upon. Uh, like you have to be like extremely skilled with him as a player. But like he, he he's a big support DPS in my opinion. I think he he does a lot of of kind of area of effect damage and stuff like that. But he relies on a lot of the tanks and um, some of the other DPS uh, attackers to kind of take out their enemy versus him by himself. I don't think he's he's as strong. That's why I was asking about how Jinx is on her own. Well, what does it, does it come down to intelligence then because she creates all of her explosives of herself. Like none of that. He is, is he is crazy. He is like he is messed pretty. up in the head. He's deranged. Yeah. So like he I mean, he lives for like frag grenades and 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 he loves to like you know, blow himself up as well too cuz he uses he uses his uh god what is it that he uses she basically to, yeah to be able to give him a boost like to be able to like jump around using stuff like that yeah. so he has no no problem with it with you yeah. know like taking damage from explosives and stuff like much, that much like um i'm assuming jinx as well in the game at least he's not damaged by his own attacks like even though there are explosions and stuff, he used to be damaged by his concussion mine, I think, but they've since taken that away. So if we're going that route, um, I think I think that's kind of a stalemate. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of asking that question. But yeah, but then we've got the question of range because you know, Ty, you brought that up earlier. Um, yeah, with the bazooka would have the long range, regardless of. Where it is so Junkrat would have to be able to get in close to even be able to counteract that because you know he doesn't have to get super close but yeah but I mean he's got a grenade launcher right grenade launchers mm-hmm. don't have the range that a freaking bazooka you can fire this launcher. grenade launcher pretty far Define before it explodes like across the map on like an Overwatch <laughs> map like right, okay, which is so... not a small map by any means I'm not saying it's yeah. like you know it's not like Nuketown in Call of Duty small it's 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 like you're fighting in part of like you know like a a, a huge section of a city. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, probably, but, it's but, probably the size of like a Call of Duty map for anybody who hasn't played Overwatch. Fair it's, enough. It's probably the size but, of, of of arena, maybe if you will, a CFN okay, let's, arena. Let's, let's, the size let's, of a CFN let's, arena. Let's talk about it in meters, man. 
How many meters would you estimate the max range is? <laughs> You've lost me. This up. Hang on. I can get you that. Um, uh, max distance is the distance traveled. The most. It's like I think. Is this? Is anybody listen like enjoying listening to Ty mumbling to himself, looking at this information? I mean, I edited all of this out. So. Well, I I I don't, thought, I'd love to say. I'm... No, I I thought he was gonna like uh, start. A thousand versus. Speaking tongues, you know. Somebody. So his the projectile speed is uh twenty meters per second. Okay, so for which one, Junkrat or for the for rocket? Junkrat? Okay, twenty meters per second. Yep. Okay, and how fast is the rocket? Two meters a second. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly. It doesn't say, but yeah. Right. That doesn't make any sense to me because like twenty meters per second versus two meters per second, one's a rocket, the other one's a grenade. Yeah, it doesn't uh, it says I'm, speed. I'm just going off the speed versus the effect radius and stuff. Like I'm just trying to give you an that estimate. literally doesn't yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So let's just say that um well rocket in real life regardless is faster mm -hmm. than any kind of a grenade, right? Yeah? Yes. Grenade launcher. Unless it's rocket propelled, an RPG, right? It is propelled by magic. Uh, they call it Hextech. It is Hextech. propelled. It's propelled by yeah. magic. Well, things just got a little funky then, didn't they? So you, you have to, you're assuming that the rocket hits Junkrat also? No, at, I'm at not. Actually, where I was trying to go with that whole thing is, is um, that the rockets would be more powerful than the grenades would hit there quicker, and she could fire him off faster and be able to beat him with rage. How but many rockets it, can she fire? Uh, it's her alt, so it's one every like two minutes. So oh, she has, so, so she, she has to build up her alt. Yeah, right. Junkrat doesn't have to build up anything for his. That's his main weapon, is that grenade launcher. Right, and he can use the concussion to move quicker. Right. Yep. Yep. So and then he she was, would have and, her minigun as well too. She would have her minigun in that situation, though. Right. So it does have a minigun. <laughs> so it wouldn't be rockets versus grenades. It would literally be minigun versus grenade. Oh, versus versus a fast, a fast firing grenade launcher, and then yeah, eventually a, a rocket. Launcher, but it's not as fast as a. <laughs> right, it's definitely yeah. not as fast as a as a minigun is, but it's not as slow as what you think of a normal grenade launcher is. I think he has I ten. I think he has a ten round clip. Yeah. Uh, are we talking Jesse Ventura and Predator, or well, it's kind of like pretty much. You know, yes. when, when you're playing, yeah, it's like funk, 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 funk. It's like it, it's five, rapid succession. Yeah, five okay. rounds per clip. I, I correct myself. Fair enough. Either way, I don't think there's any kind of a of a competition there because I put the of the gif ability in. of the concussion, right? So yeah. here's here's something that I I kind of I kind of see happening in this because they're both crazy. So th this isn't really part of the conversation anymore because they're we, we've established that they're both crazy and like willing to do just about anything at, at like no you know like no detriment to them at all. Um, I think what's gonna eke this out for me is you guys made a huge argument for me and that, that, like I was really thinking I was going to go jinx on this but I think the weapons that are available especially after finding out that she does not have a rocket launcher the entire time and you know uh, Junkrat does face a lot of automatic weapons as well too so he's not unfamiliar to, to fast shooting automatic weapons but he has a lot of stuff that I think is going to mess with her senses exactly yep you do have Bastion so he can move away from Bastion pretty quickly um Ashton is a robot that transforms into a minigun. <laughs> exactly. Like literally the same thing. But my thing is is like so you have a lot of stuff that I think is going to disorient Jinx. So he has his grenades, which is his main his main weapon. So that's even even if it doesn't hit directly, if it hits close, 
it's gonna it's gonna disorient her and then he has his concussion um uh his concussion deals i forgot what it's uh concussion right. mine yeah and then a still trap as well too so if he can get her going in the right spot or even have him come after her and get her in that steel trap then she's caught for a second she's not using her gun because she's trying to get out of a trap which leaves her open for junk rat to be able to come in and you know fire off his his rounds and hit her directly because she's now not moving anymore how so many, i want to what uh, hey, sorry, Josh, but real fast, how many boosts can she stack? I'm not familiar with League of Legends or or the 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 other one. So, how many boosts can she stack? By boosts, what do you mean? So she kills ten people. How many boosts does she get? One or ten? Um, oh, you want to know how much it stacks? Okay. Yes, yes. I'm wondering, get, does it stack? Even with that argument, though, if she's focusing on trying to get kills elsewhere, not focusing on Junkrat, Junkrat has no no so, need to kill anybody else. So if she's weak- focusing on trying to get kills elsewhere to stack her boosts and stuff. If she if that's how it works, then she's open to Junkrat's attacks. The, but it takes Junkrat time to the get wiki. There. Let me let me interject real yeah. quick. The wiki here says that um, as she attack as she kills more people, um, it literally says max stacks like a bajillion, like a bajillion. So it's and unlimited. I, and I also mm. want to mention we're talking about the super super mega death rocket as the ultimate. She still has the fish bones, the rocket launcher as a basic attack. Mm-hmm. So she still has a rocket launcher. It's just not the super yeah. giant rocket like launcher. Big, gotcha. The nuke, if you will. Yeah. So I, I'm also still betting on if she can hit Junkrat too. But my other thing too is Junkrat also has his ult, his ultimate with his, with his rip tire, mm-hmm. which is not is not damage dealt to like you know like specifically like getting kills and stuff it's literally just you're doing damage so if he's able to do damage to her in rapid succession enough to build up the, his ult and use that rip tire he has to get away and it's a huge i mean it does a ton of damage it's almost an instant yeah. as soon as yeah, you as you soon can, as you hit you that can rip team tire. wipe with one with one rip tire you can I get mean, multiple kills with that look so, at this rocket shot though so jim i think i think we're gary did you have any more um Anything else you wanted to say? I, I think it's about time to start rounding out the fight and getting to, to final final decisions. Yeah, well, the thing is, is this. I, I got to bring up a couple of points. It's going to take time for um, to get to Jinx. And in that time, because fans have like no hit points. Um, I don't know about you guys. I'm, I'm glad to have one hit point when I wake up in the morning. I'm really <laughs> excited about that. Okay. But either way, I think um, her ability to be able to take out fans through with her site, you know, being, and I bring that up only because what the hell is just for fun, right? Um, I think she could actually. Yeah, no fans were actually harmed in the making of this episode. That we we're we willing hope. to advertise. Okay. We've got good lawyers. So let's not talk about that. Um, the uh, I, I think her ability to, uh, to be able to stack herself, be able to go fast. I mean, you look at how crazy fast Jesse Ventura, I'm just seeing her just spray down a jungle. Yeah. Um, I think there's enough in which she's going to be able to keep him at a distance. I got to go jinx on this. Um, and she'll be able to power up quicker and just drop, drop a freaking drop the bomb, man. Okay. And you know, she's got the, the, the fish, uh, the fish rocket. She's a uh, complete psychotic. Sure. He has some movement as well. 
but I don't think he's going to be able to use the the steel traps. I don't think he's going to be able to get close enough to be mm-hmm. able to do that. And she will outrange him and um, outgun him and short and outspeed him and all that. So I mm-hmm. honestly think think uh, it's Jinx. And since we're wrapping up, uh, and I'm looking forward to the hill. I'm going three for three. So I got to roll with Jinx. I uh, I think you brought up some really great points, Jim. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I have to stick with I have to stick with Junkrat on this one. I'm sticking. I'm definitely sticking to my guns here. I just think there's too many opportunities for her to be too distracted to be able to worry about like Junkrat immediately, especially if she's going after fans, if she's caught in a trap, if she's dealing with concussion grenade or concussion um, mines and everything like that. There's just too many opportunities um, for 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 you know like her to deal with Junkrat in a certain ways. So I have to stick with Junkrat. Okay. Uh... Now that we are split, I guess it is my turn. Um, yes, this, is how I see, this is how I see the fight going. I think that they're going to start out. Um, Jinx is going to, you know, it doesn't matter which one she pulls out, either her rocket launcher or her minigun. Um, Junkrat is going to throw down his concussion mine, launch himself up into the air, throw down his, um, his what's it called? It's the, it's the bear trap, but I don't know. I don't, forget the name of it. Um, the steel trap. Steel trap, gonna, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna throw down. He's gonna throw down a steel trap and trap her, um, while shooting her with grenades, um, to where he can get his ultimate ability. And Jim, this is where you got me. You brought up his ultimate ability, right? He's gonna pull up his ultimate ability, and this is where I have to disagree with you, Jim. Ah, oh, plot twist. Gary's not dying oh, on the hill. What? Um, because, oh, oh, come be- on! I was three for three, man. Be- because. You forget the main thing that gets you killed when you're Junkrat is you don't find a good place to hide because when Junkrat has the rip tire, he is completely vulnerable. He mm-hmm. he cannot move. You're controlling the tire. So if he's got if he's and you can also destroy the tire if you shoot it. So with Jinx's minigun, I think she's gonna destroy his rip tire and then and then take him down. And I think that's gonna be the end of Junkrat. Jinx is my final answer. I'm sorry to lead you on, Gary. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but it looks like Jim is dying on this hill today. I am. I have some disagreements about the uh, the, the the tire, but you know, I I respect your decision uh, on that. That's you bring Don't up. Don't get me wrong. Good, I good... love Junkrat. I Did love playing as Junkrat. This one I had to stick with my boy Junkrat. I yeah. you know I I just yeah he's he's phenomenal. Um, Heck yeah, man. Well, actually, it's kind of nice to have company on this hill, Josh. I appreciate right. it. Yeah. I so, want to. I, I Ty has been really champing at the bit to get this out. So Ty, so, I want to hear your like. I want he, you to tell me how it goes. <laughs> well, so I think it goes a lot like uh, Josh was actually saying. But isn't his passive when he dies, he drops grenades at his feet, and yes. those would drop right on her. And when she gets close to death, she also drops grenades at her feet. So therefore, I think they blow each other up and nobody wins. So, <laughs> so what yeah, you're but... saying is, if they were ever in a relationship, they'd be an explosive couple. Oh, oh. love it! God, man, yeah, <laughs> we should have just ended the episode. Yeah, <laughs> don't be jealous that you didn't think of that good pun, Jim. I'm happy I didn't think of it. <laughs> oh, I'm better off for it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the question that you have to ask about that, then, Twy, and and here's a counterpoint: Are they actually close? Because they both have a lot of range. That's my yeah. thought, but I wasn't gonna go into it because we have run super long. Yeah, <laughs> um, that will be a question 
that I will post on the Character Fight Night fan stand where you can vote for this fight and join the discussion because this is a fight we've noticed that um, once I submitted it, you know, I, I tend to, I try to think of two characters that have similar abilities, but aren't like the same person, which is pretty hypocritical with this fight. Cause it sounds like it's Mr. And Mrs. Junkrat or Mr. And Mrs. Jinx. Like they're kind of the same person and they're very, very similar in different universes. Um, but this is a fight that has been discussed on many forums. So we want to, we want to hear what you guys have to think. Uh, we want to hear what you guys think on our uh, our Facebook group, uh, Character Fight Night Fan Stand, where, of course, like you heard on the other fights, we'll be posting a picture of this fight followed by a poll. Um, you'll have a chance to vote, you know, voice your opinions, tell us, you know, if you agree with us or if we're wrong. And, uh, you know, if, if we want to hear your your thoughts, tell us how you think the fight would go and, if you think Ty is right, if the whole the whole arena, the whole ring blows up and everybody dies, and uh, Jim, we got a lot of uh, paperwork to do after this fight. Hey, <laughs> you do. You're the creator of the show. Hmm. All right, fine. Uh, I got some serious Squid Game vibes in it, man. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, yeah, that was a that was a great show. Did you guys that? Uh, I think that went a lot better than I actually thought. I thought these fights were. Yeah, Some no, of them was... were a little closer. I thought, again, you know, I thought the Spider-Man man bat fight was going to be one-sided and it was surprisingly, um, we had pretty good arguments for both sides. I, think I, we I, I honestly man think that they well. were all really close because we, I mean, we went so long in a lot of these discussions that we had to really pump the brakes on a lot of them. Cause we could have kept going on all these fights. Agreed. Like 100%. And then we all would have hated each other afterwards because we were getting really into this one. We would have like gotten really upset with each other's like opinions and, and jumping down each other's. It was this but as good as it could have. These were all super close fights. These were all great fights that I was not expecting. So I love yeah. it, man. I love this. Yeah, the Shihala's fight was uh, was interesting. You had some good points too, uh, you guys. So that was, that was a fun yeah. fight. I appreciate yeah. your guys' opinions. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So again, you can follow us on social media at character fight night, uh, on Facebook and join the character fight night fan stand group. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at character fight and same content in case you don't use the Facebooks. And, uh, I think that's going to do it for this show. So, uh, for Jim, Ty, Gary, and Mr. Metatron Wade hunt, we thank you for joining us. And we wish you a good night. And don't forget, let your characters do the fight for you. See ya. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.